0: The lesson in our gospel today is extremely important for our understanding of what it means to be and to live out our life as disciples of Jesus. What it means to be a Christian. And I pray that together with me are your hearts My heart would have this humble, open docility to this teaching that the Lord gives us today. Always remembering our place as disciples. We are not the rabbi, we are not the master, we certainly are not the sovereign Lord we always come as disciples, which means that we accept Jesus on his terms. We accept his teaching as he gives it, even though we may not always understand it right away or ever fully understand it. This was a key moment for Peter and his brothers. Because at this moment, Jesus is revealing, disclosing further details of the game plan, of the plan that he and the Father have decided to bring salvation to the whole world. And a very important part of this plan is revealed when Jesus says to Peter, Peter, you are rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. Jesus is building a church. And therefore, those who entertain ideas like I'm religious. I'm re- um, I'm spiritual, but not religious. I have Jesus, but I don't need the church. These ideas do not align with the express will of God revealed by Jesus Christ. And even though our faith brings us into a beautiful, intimate personal relationship with Jesus Christ we are called to live out this life of faith together with other disciples in the community of the church that Jesus gathers and forms Jesus also reveals that this church his church is going to be built on a solid rock foundation, the solid profession of Peter's faith. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And this did not come from Peter, as Jesus said. It came from the Heavenly Father, And therefore, the church will grow and be built up by all those who accept and embrace this faith of Peter. Now, what Jesus does next is amazing. And this is a moment where it can be hard for us to understand the ways of God But as the second reading said, his ways are inscrutable and they are perfect even though we may feel sometimes like we'd like to give God a little advice that we would do it differently. He says to Peter, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven so that whatever you bind on earth will also be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed also in heaven. Time out. Let's just pause for a moment. How could Jesus do this? Because clearly what he's doing is appointing Peter as the prime minister of his kingdom. Just as we read in the first reading with Eliakim. There's a name for your next child or grandchild. Eliakim. Just kind of rolls off the tongue. Eliakim was a prime minister in the Davidic kingdom. And the role of a prime minister was to stand in for the king when he was away. And the keys were the symbol of that authority that he had to govern in the absence of the king, that his decisions were as binding as the king's. And so Jesus is appointing Peter as his prime minister, the first pope, But Jesus certainly knows the weaknesses and the flaws of this man. This is what makes it hard for us to believe that Jesus would do this. And in the very next scene in the gospel, Peter tries to dissuade Jesus from the cross. And Jesus says to Peter, get behind me, Satan, For you are not thinking as God thinks, but as human beings do. So at one moment, Peter is speaking from the light that comes from God, and the next moment, he's speaking from his fallen human nature. And Jesus will even speak in his teaching to the disciples of the scandals, the storms, that the church will experience in its pilgrimage through history. And knowing all this, Jesus confers this office on Peter. Why? Because Jesus is absolutely confident in the gift and the power of the Holy Spirit to guide and to safeguard This office and this gift he's bestowing on Peter. This is why Jesus can say without batting an eye, and even the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. It's not because he's putting his faith in Peter, it's because he is confident. In the power of the Spirit. And this power of the Spirit and Jesus' confidence is proven true by the very fact that the church is still here. It is still making its way through this world to the heavenly shores. That the faith Jesus gave to the church to Peter and the Apostles, that fullness of faith is still carried safely in the bosom of the church. It's still there. And it is beautifully articulated in the catechism of the Catholic Church that takes that beautiful revelation that is found in Scripture and tradition and weave together in a beautiful synthetic articulation of the faith. It's all there for every generation. And the power of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus continues to be unleashed, continues to flow through the sacramental life of the church. It's still there. That is a miracle in and of itself when we think of our weaknesses, imperfections and the fallenness of human beings like Peter and the apostles. My dear friends, this is why I will live and die as a Christian Catholic As I live together with you in a culture that is increasingly coming under the influence, unfortunately, of relativism, where truth is reduced to the personal subjective opinion of each person. Just like in the gospel, some say you're John the Baptist. Others Elijah, some Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Opinions. My sisters and brothers, let's be real. Life is really short. And because it is, I do not have time to live on opinions that are like the changing of the wind. Some people change opinions like they change hats. And to build and live our life on a foundation of opinions is like building on a foundation of sand that one day will be destroyed. No, I want to live my life on the solid rock of the truth. Revealed by Jesus Christ and given to St. Peter and his successors, and guarded and protected by the power and gift of the Holy Spirit. This is why I will always stand with Peter, and why I will give my obedience to Peter as to Christ when it comes to the teaching of the faith and how it leads and guides my life and yours. This is so important. If we are going to follow Jesus, if we are going to be his disciples, we have to accept and believe this part of the teaching. And like Jesus, I don't trust Peter, the man. I put my trust in the power of the Spirit that is over that office given by Christ. This is the only way we can be sure to know this saving truth and to know it with certainty that will lead us together safely to those eternal shores. Otherwise, outside of the church, what's opinion and what is truth? So my dear friends, let us accept this. We may not understand it, but let us with childlike hearts, with faith, accept this part of God's plan. Amen?